Welcome back to the Boneyard Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Jared Shaffin, along with Artemis Brower. And uh, this week, guys, we've, we've, got a, we've got a special guest host on the Boneyard Podcast. We've talked about him a couple of times on the, on the podcast. He's one of our longtime friends, one of our best friends. He, I mean, groomsman in my wedding, uh, fraternity brother. This guy, it, we, we pick on him, but we love him. His name's Kyle Manick. Kyle, welcome to the Boneyard Podcast. How you doing, brother? Good guys, thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, uh, so the Super Bowl was yesterday. Are, did y'all both have uh, a little trouble recovering like I did this morning? Only if the game was good. Yeah, <laughs> would have had some trouble recovering. That was that was horrendous, man. I was terrible. Yeah, game yeah. sucked. <laughs> the, the game did. The game did suck. Now, we'll we'll talk about it in a little bit, but. Already, real quick, I want to talk first about uh, ECU basketball. Oh, so gosh. we we put out we put out last Wednesday after ECU pulled off the big upset against Houston, number five team in the country, beat them by like ten points. Now ECU in the last two games, zero and two, lost to Memphis, Penny yep. Hardaway and and Memphis uh, beat ECU sixty six to fifty nine, and then just tonight, so. If you're listening to this, the day we put it out, which will be Tuesday morning, last night, Monday night, Monday, February 8th, ECU lost to SMU 71-56 to in Minji's. Both games, what I'll, say, what I'll say about this is both games were close for the most part. Wait, 55 to what? 71-56 to and 66-59. to but up until like 70, so, so, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and speak for Kyle because 7156 is not close. It's, it's, it's not close. Game. That's but, lost by two touchdowns. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, watching the game, the game was tight all game up until about the last four minutes where ECU couldn't hit a shot. And you know when we when we dropped that special episode on Wednesday night, this is why I wanted to make sure we didn't sound like assholes and we didn't get too excited. Because Artie, I can never sell these like an things. Asshole. These things happen, and you know we both thought that you know we would we would gain some momentum after that win, beating the number five team in the nation, um, number two ranked defense in the nation. Offense looked phenomenal, and then honestly, the game on Saturday, right, Saturday against Memphis, yeah, yeah, um, that was a close game, and we made a lot of personal mistakes, especially in that first half. We couldn't really get anything going offensively, and we had I think seven to eight turnovers in the first half just let them kind of dictate pace of the game, and it kind of just spiraled and steamrolled from there. That was a game we actually really could have won. I think, I think we could have won both games, to be honest. Especially the Memphis game. And I think Memphis is a better team than SMU anyway. And so that was a game we definitely could have won. Today, you know, we were just cold. The yeah. Shooters couldn't shoot. Nobody we, we, can make anything. Just absolutely cold. And that's that's been the story of ECU basketball all season. When we're hot, we're hot, and we can uh, – I believe ECU anyone. was two for 16 from, like, three-point range. Yeah. I mean – today i mean and both the both those threes weren't hit until halfway through the second half so i mean you i mean then you have Jaden gardner who i mean put up another 20 i believe 21 points tonight and i mean he he can't be your sole offense Jaden gardner is a baller but he can't be your sole offense that's that's what we talked about when we beat houston Mm -hmm. you have to have both you have to have scoring, depth scoring across the board. I mean, that night we had 10 guys in double digits in scoring. And, and the thing with ECU basketball, it's not like we can't get open shots. The, the games that I've seen where we've struggled on offense, we have open shots. We just miss them. And that's, that's even worse than having a contested shot because when you're wide open at this level, you got to make the shots. And so, you know, when, when we get cold, we go really, 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 really cold. You know, so. Tonight – Tonight there was a run. ECU went on like a, a fourteen to two run to take like a like a ten point lead mm-hmm. early in the first half, and then SMU stormed back and went on like an eleven zero run to take like a two point lead. Then they were then they were tight, and then to finish the game, SMU ended on like a twenty two to three run over the course of the last five minutes. I mean, ECU just could not hit anything. Right. Anything. And- we're a team now that's sitting at eight and eight. 
And we really like we don't really know the identity of this team still. I mean, we're 16 games in. We could get a team that's good enough to beat number five, and then we can get a team that's bad enough to lose to uh, nobody. So we don't. I mean, we really don't know what we're getting night in and night out out of this team. But we know their potential, and so that's what gets us excited. This is the I, toughest portion of ECU's schedule. This, this last three game stretch, I, I would have to say, last four game stretch. I mean, you had UCF, Houston. Memphis, SMU, those are four teams that are very, very good and have mm-hmm. quality wins er- from earlier this year. And, I mean, I-, I would have to say that once you get past this stretch, I mean, both of the – all four of those teams, I believe, are top 80, top top 60 or so mm-hmm. in the net rankings, which is is what the committee uses to rank the top 64 teams in college basketball. Which doesn't sound that good on paper, but it's like two hundred college basketball teams. I mean, there's over three. There's over three hundred. Yeah. Division one basketball teams. ECU right now is sitting at, I believe, before today's game, I believe they were sitting at one thirty-two, um, in the net rankings. So you, really, how are you going to be ranked one thirty-two after beating the number five team? I mean, that's crazy. It, they're, they're, it, it's it's a complicated thing to break down, but basically you have four quadrants and so each team in the american athletic conference has five quadrant quadrant four games which are like games against like the top quarter teams in in college basketball um and ecu right now is one and i believe three in those games and those games are those games are weighted the most Mm -hmm. so they they take in RPI, they take in your strength of schedule, they take in all these other things that go into it. But that one win, I mean, after it, and it moves on a daily basis. This is something that you can look at tomorrow morning, and it'll be updated after EC lost to SMU. Um, basically, what it the way it works is ECU was in the one sixties before they beat Houston, jumped all the way up to like one twenty five, right, and then. Went, they dropped to like 130 and then 132, so on and so forth. That, that's that's how it works. It's about right. It's honestly about right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, 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 that's an NIT team. Yeah. yeah. That's no, an NIT team. I don't know too much about our, uh, Boneyard, uh, our Boneyard Pirates there on the basketball team. So, you know, I'd, I'd like to – I just want to see ECU sports get to a place back into consistent rankings – you know, getting good, solid recruits, get, bringing in new, solid people. Um, you know, that, that's from an outsider. That's what, you know, us fans want to start seeing is a little bit more competitiveness. We want to see more of those top five teams going down by us. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, we, we've said this for, for a while on the podcast now, Kyle, is, I mean, we, we think that ECU is headed in the right direction in both basketball and football. Um, I mean, we saw it last week. I mean, this is a this is a program that in the recent years would have never beaten a top five team. Not even close. They would have yeah, come no. close. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, the last time they beat a ranked team, Dwayne Wade was on that team. Right. We were all in elementary school. <laughs> that so, makes sense, though, because we're ECU is definitely more known football wise than right. basketball wise. Exactly. Like but, ECU basketball has never really been at the pinnacle of of or, or the top of the sport. So, but you you've got. I mean, you got. All these guys that are in there now, I mean, most of them, I believe there's one or two seniors on the team. Uh, Batimba Baruti, I mean, he, he's really like the only senior on this team that is actually getting minutes. Jaden Gardner is going to be there another year. Jaden Gardner, I, I believe Jaden Gardner could be playing in the NBA right now. He might be a bench guy, but he, he could be on an NBA roster right now. He's, he's on his way. He's not there yet. I don't think he's there yet, but he's absolutely I think, on his I think way. if he was in any other conference or if he was on any other team, a top 25 team, he'd already be in the NBA. He'd already have – would have been drafted. Putting up 20 points and 15 rebounds every single night, right. yeah. He, he, he would have gone See, that's, see that's, that's, that's what people are going to say. He can do it at East Carolina, but could he have done it at, you know, a Duke or Carolina or some, somebody like I that? I mean, right that's, now, ECU is better than say. Duke and Carolina, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> They're below 125. Duke, neither Duke or Carolina have a top five win. Well, neither Duke is Duke is like seven and seven. So yeah, they're they're yeah. probably in like the two hundreds. I, I, I could I could look it up if y'all want to keep talking. I could look up 
the net rankings for for Duke and uh... Carolina's like twelve and six, so they're they're probably top fifty. Um, Duke's definitely not top one hundred. ECU right now is probably sitting second behind Carolina, as far as state rankings, in my opinion. And state's probably state's probably right behind us. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say we forgot all about state. To be honest with you. We can go into that, but, you know, it's the day after the Super Bowl. I think what we really want to talk about is this freaking <laughs> blowout of a freaking game here. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at it. Carolina already – great guess. Carolina is number 50 in the net rankings. I do sports, man. I do sports. And somehow – I don't somehow, do a lot right, but I do sports right. Somehow Duke is, is 70. But I, I don't know. No, that. no. And, and look, I'm a Duke fan. There's no way they're 70. Yeah. No. I, I don't, we I suck. Don't get, Duke sucks. I don't get it. We're not good. Uh, ECU is right now, ECU is 136. I thought I said 132, but they were, they're 136. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let, let's go ahead and talk about this uh, Super Bowl. Uh, honestly, I texted Artie last night during the game. I was like, Artie, is it just me or is this one of the most boring Super Bowls? I've ever watched in my life. Man, I was, I was in Target shopping, and I was on the phone with Kyle. This was like an hour, hour and a half before the game. He gave me a call. He was like, yo, you trying to bet on this game? Like, I really feel like this is something, like, you would be interested in. I've already put $100 on it. Let's go ahead and do it. I was like, hell yeah. Let's go ahead and bet on this game. It's going to be a phenomenal game. You've got Goat Brady against, you know, the LeBron James of, of football. Goat Brady? Mahomes. You mean number two in the division, Brady? Oh God! All right, we're we're not we're not gonna go there right now. We're not gonna. <laughs> Come on, we're not gonna go there right <laughs> Number two in the division behind Matt Ryan. And I and I put all this money on well, not a lot of money, but about fifty dollars on the game, thinking that okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna go home and enjoy a great Super Bowl. And for two and a half quarters, Artie, if you wanted I to saw, lose fifty bucks, you could have just bullshit. played me on the golf course. I saw nothing but baloney. I'm not giving that any kind of life. Don't I'm, I'm not paying attention yeah, to what you're saying. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> the game was trash. I, I couldn't believe, like, t- Tampa Bay has a good defense, right? We know they have a good defense. But yeah. to, to shut down Kansas City the way they shut them down, to hold them to nine points for the entire game. Patrick Mahomes has scored a touchdown in every single one of his games since he became a starter. And the one game he doesn't score a touchdown is in the Super Bowl against a dude who's already won six. It's just like, uh, it's not you know rigged. What? I know it's not rigged. They earned it, but it's like. I'm tired of it. I am tired. <laughs> you, know, you know what that tells me? You got to pay the offensive line. They are the money bread winners. If you do not have an offensive line, you can have Tom Brady, Dan Marino, Aaron Rodgers. It's like, you are going to get crushed. It, but Brady's not going anywhere. He's no, I'm talking going. about the Chiefs. I'm saying the Chiefs pay you. You get like you yeah, need backup offensive line. Does it? Does it matter? Does it matter? Yeah, I mean, because yeah. Brady's coming back, and Mah- none of that, nobody on that team is really leaving. I mean, Mahomes was missing. Mahomes was missing both of his tackles yesterday yeah. for the Super Bowl. Yeah, because he was scrambling like a. He, I know, saw. Right. I saw a stat. He scr- his head cut off. He scrambled like some like five hundred some yards. Like he, it was like damn near five hundred yards. That and he, he was scrambled still almost the making, entire game. He was still almost making amazing plays. I, that that one where he like scrambled for twenty seconds like Russell Wilson and threw it to the end zone and bounced off the receiver's helmet. I was like, oh, oh my god, that was it. That was game over. That was game. That was now, game right there. That's when now, I turned the game off. I will. I will say. I will say. Mahomes joined, and he. We are. We were already saying this. Mahomes. Mahomes is elite. But like I said, he got to experience a day in the life of Matt Ryan. Have a shit defense and have no offensive line and false. Play, play an what kind outstanding of shake is that? What kind false. of shake is false. that? That's it. Matt Ryan had a 28 to 3 lead, Jared. Yeah, and his defense <laughs> fucking when, blew when, it. If Patrick Mahomes was up by 25 yesterday, they the Kansas City Chiefs would have won by 40. They would have won by 40 easily. You think Patrick Mahomes is giving up a 25-point lead? <laughs> Matt Ryan doesn't play defense. All I'm saying is oh, man. all I'm saying is is he got to experience what Matt Ryan experiences every single week. Having a piss poor offensive line and a terrible defense. Just so happened wait. that it happened in the I Super Bowl. I can't wait until the Falcons do something stupid and trade Matt Ryan. And you come on this podcast and you start talking shit about Matt Ryan. Yeah. I, I'm not, and you've been praising him all this uh, time. As soon as he leaves, we're not, we're we're not, he's, not, he's not on my team anymore. We're, we're not trading Matt Ryan. <laughs> Terrible quarterback. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones will be Falcons for life. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Fuck it. 
it, it, taking you all the way to that five and twelve record. We'll see. <laughs> Hey, at least, right. at, at least many, hopefully now we'll have have some decent defense. Let me let me let me ask you both this: How, how many rings does Tom Brady finish with? Seven. He's done. He's done. He's done. You, <laughs> we we've been saying this for ten years. Seven. No, 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 no. no. We've been He's saying done. this. We've been saying this for close to ten years. But but honestly, honestly, when we were coming into this season and we saw what the Bucks have established—an already great mm-hmm. defensive team paired with Brady Gronk came back after a year of retirement. And he stowed up, but you knew he was still Gronk at the end of the day, and he showed it. And then they get Leonard Fournette, another great running back, uh, a, a solid running back. But nothing. They got him for nothing. Nothing. For nothing. And plus, you had an Antonio Brown. top five defense from last year. This is no surprise. This is Brady just moved the, the yeah. Patriots. He's the greatest franchise in the history of sports. Tom Brady is the greatest fucking franchise. I've ever seen, and I'm tired of it. I'm fucking tired of it. I, I, <laughs> I, I turned the game off with about five minutes left last night, and I was like, "Oh I'm, man, you you made it a whole quarter past me. I was gone halfway through the third. I was I, gone. I was well, I, I had, I, I mean, guys, y'all know I'm in marketing, so I had to watch some of these commercials. By the way, which was y'all's favorite commercial? Uh, I liked, I liked the. Uh, Ashton Kutcher, Mila, Mila uh, yeah. one. That Shaggy. was a good one with Shaggy. Shaggy? Yeah, yeah, that was that was it a good one. Me. Trying to think. Um, what was, what was another one I liked? Uh, I, I like the I like the Bud Light commercial where like the truck had like flipped over. Did y'all see that one? I don't I don't think I remember seeing that one. And, yeah, and then like the Bud Light night like got kicked over like a wall. Like I don't know. I, I thought, yeah, I didn't, I I didn't thought see that funny. one. Kyle, I didn't really watch too many of the commercials. Um. That's so half the I, reason why you watch the Super Bowl. What are you talking about? You didn't watch the commercial. I was, I was disgusted for <laughs> yeah. one of many reasons. Because I mean, as I'm watching the game, all I'm thinking is, my Packers would have fucking done the same thing. I don't know how much we can curse on here, so I'll, I'll slow down you, if you guys you, want. You can say whatever the hell you want. To. Trust right, me, Jared, Jared owes me like yeah. $100 in a swear jar. So. No, I don't. Like, <laughs> no, I don't. I'm just thinking, with the Packers pass rushing, it would have been very similar, maybe not as extreme, but I had – like, I'm looking at this game, I'm like, man, my Packers definitely would have won this game. And I'm like, freaking Brady. That's what I'm thinking but all it, game. It, it really wasn't – it wasn't Tampa Bay's offense. It was their defense. That defense, defense. That, that scheme that they playoff. had yesterday, yeah, that was, I mean, all that playoff. was phenomenal. What they were able to do last night was phenomenal. The, the Chiefs had so much – Bad luck, honestly, in that game too. Like all those drops. I mean, you you have all those drops. You you have some questionable penalties, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I think the refs were picking on the honey badger a little too much. Yeah, I think they I were mean, picking on him a little too much. It didn't change the game, but it's something no. you look at and you're like, come on, like this. I mean, is, you, why you are think, you tic tacking the tic tacking this? You think about it. I mean, you think about that pick right before halftime, where I mean. Brady gets the ball back after a flag's thrown on, on an interception, and he goes down and scores. I mean, you, you, you talk, talking about mo- the score right before halftime? Yeah. Yeah. That that completely changed the complexion of the game. I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, and that's that's why Matthew was – I mean, that's why he was so upset after that play. I mean, you could see, like, he was yelling at Brady. He was yelling at the refs. Mm-hmm. Ended up getting an unsportsmanlike penalty. Honestly – Brady could have got one too, but hey. Oh, Brady was yapping, but you know they're not going to call that on Brady. No, no, they're not going to. They're worried he's going to kiss him on the lips. <laughs> you know what? I also got to put blame. Everyone has been loving Andy Reid over the last year or two. How great he is and such a genius and offensive mind. He had no answers, first or second half. You know, it comes down. It comes down to the offensive lineman. But at the same time, like your coach has got to think of some schemes. You have the fastest guy out there. Yeah, you, you got you got Tyreek Hill. Which look, they, they doubled Tyreek Hill, and then they put they put uh, what's what's my man's name? Levante David. Yeah, you had, Le- you, you had you had yeah you had Levante David on Kelsey, and he was shutting Kelsey down. Yeah. I mean, Kelsey couldn't do nothing last night, and when you shut those two guys down. That's that's Casey's yeah. offense. So that's how the other guys get open. But yeah, yeah, I just. So, I mean, really, it was Sammy Watkins that need, needed to step up. It was Clyde Edwards-Alaire that needed to step up. I don't know any other receivers. They got uh, Nicole Hardman. He needed to step up. I thought Clyde played a good game overall. But, like, he can, he's not the offense. And you knew right. that going into this. Right. But, like, Clyde, I thought he ran hard. I thought he played – he got a lot of good five. 
But, you know, you can't get four or five yards and then throw two ducks or get sacked. You know, you're, you're behind the eight ball. And then especially once you're behind, you have to throw the ball. And then those rushers are just coming for you. No, that's true. That's absolutely true. And I, and I will say, and, I, and it was – I hate to bring this up, Kyle, but just like the NFC Championship game, that score right before the half, like two seconds left in the half, that completely changed the complexion of the game. I, I, I looked at the people I was watching the game with. I said – that's the nail in the coffin right there. Yeah. At least my team came back. Like, the Chiefs just folded. Yeah, and, and I thought the Chiefs would have a good game plan in the second half. I really thought Kansas City was going to come back, make it a great game. It was yeah. going to be real tight just with never four minutes left. And, then, yeah, it just never happened. I, I mean, usually you have at least a decent halftime performance to, like, inspire you. But <laughs> then the weekend, whatever the hell that was. <laughs> yeah. But he went in the tunnel, and he's just, like, shaking just, around. <laughs> like. I'm like, yo, 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 chill, chill. <laughs> like, like, someone with, like, a, an actual disease, like epilepsy or something, like, if you're looking at that, like, you're probably, like, freaking the hell out. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think the performance was bad. I just didn't think it was anything special. I just, like, he did all his, like, famous songs. Yeah. And, voice. yeah, you know, it was just, just regular halftime performance. I didn't think I anything mean, was wrong the, with the, it. The half, Artie. The halftime performance stunk, and and you know what you don't want, you know what you don't want to stink, but your balls. <laughs> Support for the Boneyard Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Big news, guys! Manscaped just released their new cologne scent to help you feel good and smell good all over and all, at all times. You know, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Who knew smelling good, this good could feel this good too. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide, including me and Artie. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. Artie, uh, you, you know, back in, uh, back in like middle school, high school, when you, you get out of the gym and you're like, oh, man, you have to spray on that axe, that axe shit. You don't, you don't want that. Jared, my, my, my middle school balls were not, mm-mm. Those are, those are smelly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. middle school already. I wasn't really like grooming or taking care of myself the way I should have. Hygienic. I didn't. I was just trying to play and hang out, and play video games. Like that was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to play games with this, y'all. Everyone knows Manscaped has the perfect package 3.0 for all your below the waist grooming needs, but they don't stop there. Complete your grooming game with the new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. With the same signature scent that's in all Manscaped formulas, this cologne is a perfect complement. To the collection, light, approachable, and gentlemanly in all the right ways. So, guys, you'll you'll probably be picking up all the ladies with this stuff. Um, make sure you go on manscape.com, enter promo code Bone. You'll get twenty percent off and free shipping. Once again, promo code Bone for twenty percent off and free shipping at manscape.com. Your balls and body will thank you. Yeah. So the halftime performance, it that that really stunk. But who are you going to get to to do it better? Like the last, yeah. I mean, put put Eric the last up ten halftime performances have all sucked, um, except for J Lo and Shakira were good, yeah. but we know why J Lo and Shakira were good, and Beyonce was all right. Uh, Bruno Mars was all right. Bruno, okay, I forgot about Bruno. He was all right. But no, like, when, when was Katy Perry? When was like, Katy Perry? The, the Sharks. I, I don't know. Uh, Sharks. Three, four, five that was years like ten ago. years ago. Katy yeah. Perry hasn't really been reveling in the last decade. Look, nothing is ever going to beat Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson in two thousand and three. Patriots versus Panthers. That is the <laughs> single greatest halftime performance of all time, and we know. Nip why. slip. Why, why is that, Artie? Let the audience know why is it, Artie? We got to see a piece of Janet Jackson that all grown men. Want to see boobies? Did you actually know <laughs> YouTube was created after that video when the creators could not find that video online? <laughs> Absolutely true story. They no, could not find that's, it that's true. That's a true story. They literally wow. created YouTube because they couldn't find the video online after certain hours. Why do I feel like you're lying to me right now, Kyle? I'm not. It was. I think they actually had it on a podcast or an interview. But yeah, that's when they said they literally could not find it. That's actually created. awesome. Right, that's I, awesome. I've had I had no idea that was nah. the case. Really, it makes crazy. sense though. Now, now I think about it, it does make sense. You're 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 100 like serious. I mean, I'm definitely 100 serious. I'm like 
90% sure. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer, Kyle. Good answer. Wow. I, I, I'm looking this up right now. I, it's not that I don't believe you, but I just No, want, no, it's a great story. It's a great story. If it's true, it's great. You know, I, I've heard it. I, I think I saw – I forget where I saw it. But, yeah, it was either a podcast or an interview that uh, the creator said that. So, let me get a uh, – let me get a little way too early uh, predictions on next season. Yeah, okay. I, I had those in my notes, too. Where are the Bears? <laughs> are we going to bring up my Bears first? <laughs> the Bears. Look, I, look I, I'll tell you this. Uh, Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, this is going to be their last year if they don't get it right with the quarterback position. This is, this is it. And our owner has said it. The Chicago media is already fed up. Obviously, the fans are fed up. Um, we know Mitch is not the guy. He's never going to be the guy. He's never going to be anybody's guy. But he can be a good backup. I, I think Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky can be an excellent backup, maybe be like a Nick Foles and, you know, somehow miraculously go on some sort of run. I'll, trade you, I'll trade you Jordan Love for him. <laughs> <laughs> but for my Bears, it's, it's honestly like we're, we are a quarterback away. So, I mean, it's, it's can we get Deshaun Watson? I doubt it. No. But can we get somebody like him? We already missed on Matthew Stafford. Um, but that probably wasn't going to happen anyway because it's in, in the, you know, division. Um, can we maybe try to pull a Dak Prescott away from a Dallas if the money is right? Probably not. So, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know where we're going to go as far as a franchise quarterback. I don't really want another Nick Foles. I don't want somebody that's well, deep, but well, not great. I want, I want somebody great. The Falcons will send you a uh, Kurt Binkert. How's that? ECU alum. Kyle, let's go ahead and talk about your Packers, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not responding to that. <laughs> Kyle, where's Aaron Rodgers next year? I mean, he's a Green Bay Packer, and we all, we all know that. Um, yeah. You know, he, he's not going anywhere. Um, we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit later when you have that walk the plank. We'll talk about uh, – I want to talk about my Packers front office a little bit more in detail. Um, they'll be back. They're going to be the same team. I'm, I'm begging our uh, GM to pick some solid picks this year in the draft. I think there's a potential that we have another solid stud of a wide receiver coming in. Um, as much as I would like Aaron Jones, I do not want to pay Aaron Jones because when you pay running backs, you take money away from positions that need it. And we have Jamal Williams and, and A.J. Dillon. So unless Jones wants to take a pay cut, and I know he doesn't, look, uh, you know, you did it with Zeke. You did it with other guys. Jones played his worst game in the last game of the season. He had a great season. He's a great player. Um, I just don't agree with guaranteeing him $13 million or $14 million a year to do this. So um, I see us being around 12-4, and four, about the same as we did this year. Rodgers has a little bit of a step back, probably still an amazing season, probably 40 touchdowns, six, seven interceptions as usual, um, 4,000 yards. Um, so, you know, I, I would see that picking up. I think we're going to get either Juju, T.Y. Hilton um, to kind of add on to the group. Actually, probably not Juju. I'd say more T.Y. Or, or someone older that's just looking to hitch a ride. And, yeah, I don't, and I don't, I don't see Juju leaving Pittsburgh. No. Nah. Th there was one other receiver I think was kind of in the running as well um, that might be available coming up that was solid. Um, but I don't know off the top of my head. We're going to pick up someone. And if not, we'll, we'll draft someone early, I'm sure. But um, let's let's get a little bit better on defense. Obviously, we need a new cornerback because uh, Kevin King, you know, smells like Artie's balls in middle school and plays like it. Um, <laughs> Damn! Shots fired. Kevin Kevin King was a uh, that was a high draft pick for you guys, though, right? I mean, that was a look. I you know what? And like, I, I could just be frustrated with him. You know, everyone has a bad game, but like, right? He he played like he's played decent throughout the year. It's just like the expectation for him is you, you know you're, you're it's Batman and Robin. You have Alexander and Kevin King, and Kevin King's a hard hitter, but you right. can't play your worst game ever, ever in professional football. Talking like from rookie season to now in the in the NFC Championship game, right. and expect us to pay you on a contract here. Right. This is true. This is true. I don't I don't think that's a deal breaker necessarily to let let him go because I, I do think Kevin King has the talent he has the potential right um, but you're absolutely right no you can't you can't go small in the biggest moments no you can't do that he he was coming off an injury and I get it but look it's football if you're not a hundred percent you know if you can't play don't play you know you're just hurting your team and it looked like he was let me let me let me ask you this if you guys cannot get a big splash receiver do you think you can develop a Lazard or a Valdez Scantling into a, a true number two 
Well, remember, we have Devin Funches that opted out this year. So we'll have Lazard, oh, Devontae, I didn't, I didn't Devin Funches. Yeah. Um, and um, I think uh, Markavius Valdez-Scantlin. Uh, I don't yeah. think yeah. I messed up his first name. Valdez-Scantlin. That's a mouthful. Yeah. He, he had – you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of Devontae Adams because in his third year, Devontae Adams, the Packers were – fans were looking to get rid of him. He dropped the ball a lot. Yeah, you know why are you picking Devonte over Jordy? And look what he developed into. This kid has shown a lot of grit. I think he's going to be an absolute stud for us, and he's a deep threat. I was, I was just going to say that the, the thing with Valdez Scantling, he can get behind any coverage. I've seen him beat Fast. just about anybody. I mean, he can get behind any coverage. The only problem he has would be the drops. He cuts out the drops. He could absolutely develop into you guys number two. And he's tall. Like for how fast he is, like what he is six four. Six four. Yeah. And he's running down the field, breaking you down. Like, I mean, I, I, I see a lot of good like the Packers, you know, when did Tom Brady go in his last three championships at this point? From thirty seven on. Mm-hmm. Rogers is thirty seven. Yeah, I have no Rogers, doubt. Man. He's got he's got another six years. He's got another six years. He's got another six years. He's not as quick as he used to be, and I think it showed it in that last, you know, play of the game when he didn't run it. I just don't think he trusts himself. He's an older man at this point. He knows it. He'd he'd much rather try to fit it in. A younger Rodgers probably would have said, fuck it. Um, You know, you got to do it the best you can. Obviously, Brady's not running that in. Then he could still win a game, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he doesn't need to. (laughs) You've got it. It's got to be on the D. I think we have enough weapons on offense. I think the defense has got to be, at, which I'm going to get into with the fucking defensive coordinator. We can move on from me because I'm about to get salty. <laughs> Jared, Jared, we can't we can't let you off the hook, man. What about those Atlanta Pigeons? <laughs> um, well, I mean, I I've made it clear what we need, and I know that we're we're looking. A lot of people are saying, oh, they're they're definitely looking at that uh quarterback from what North Dakota State, um, early in the draft. We do not need a quarterback this year. We don't need one. We don't need one. Wait till you next year. We need a defense. We need yes. defense. Yes. Go get me. Go get me a stud linebacker, a, a Chase Young caliber linebacker, and and put that in there, and we'll be all right. We we got an all right secondary. Um, we got new coaching staff, new general manager coming in. I mean, you got assistant general manager Terry Fontenot from. Uh, New Orleans coming in, so I mean, pulling somebody from a division rival is always big. And then, then you have Arthur Smith taking over. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of changes over on on all all the coaching staff. I mean, uh, there's been so many I can't even begin to start naming everybody. But um, I mean, offensively, the first game of the season, we started every, all eleven guys on offense. They were all first round picks, all eleven guys to start the season. Now, it's time to really make those guys work, but we got we got to get a defense. We've got we. I mean, the Falcons were zero and seven this year in games decided by six or or less points, and a lot of those games were like fifty five to forty nine games. Yeah, these games were high scoring games because the Falcons could score. Hell, they took me to the fantasy championship. Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley took took me to the fantasy championship. Are you talking about Artie's fantasy league? Because that was a piece of crap league, honestly. If we're talking, that's nothing to be proud of. Artie's league was that's only because he, Artie suck. even cheated in the end too. <laughs> that's <laughs> only because you suck. If your team was actually good, you would have liked the league. You sucked. You finished top <laughs> bo- like bottom two. So and honestly, Kyle, I was one of the games you won. So I don't know why you're talking shit. That league sucked, dude. <laughs> that league totally sucked. There was art, the commissioners manipulating the trades. He's no, like, I was not manipulating anything. <laughs> all those, all those trades were fair. They were all fair legit. trades. Yeah, Nick Chubb. Well, we had one Nick guy in the league that made a post. He's like, "I'll first trade whoever sends it over," and someone sends a trade, and we're like, "Accept." And everyone's like, "Well, that's a valid trade." I'm like, yeah. <laughs> "No, it's not." <laughs> Look, when Michael Vass did that, we all we all opposed that trade, all right? All, all I'm saying is Mike Vass is out of the league next year. Mike Vass is out of the league. We got to get DJ in there. We'll get we'll get DJ in. <laughs> get somebody that'll pay. Yeah, yeah. Well, well let's... maybe maybe not DJ. 
<laughs> call up Ben Jackson. Uh, Benny J. My boy. Uh, but yeah. Oh man, but that, uh, this was yeah. a rough year for fantasy, though. Yes. My, my 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 Falcons. I mean, then you got to you got to think about Julio Jones missed half the season with a foot injury. I mean, gonna get him back hopefully healthy. He ain't the same though. Yeah. And I mean, if we could get it, if we could get anything going on defense. I mean, th- this team – and think about it. There's really – the Falcons are the only team right now with a quarterback locked up for next year. Because it wasn't Brady on a one-year deal this year. Yeah. So, right well, now – No, Brady's Brady, on t- – oh, next year. Next year, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. – It'll be the last year. The last year was contract. So, I mean, really, there's only two quarterbacks in, in the division. You got Brady and you got Matt Ryan. Breeze is gone. He's gone. Done right. so. Now, look, look. Had an all right the career. Falcons, the out Falcons the door. should be the second best team in that division unless Carolina finesses Deshaun Watson. If Carolina gets, <laughs> gets Deshaun, I'm, it, it's, it's a possibility. And that if, ain't you, if you put Deshaun Watson with Christian McCaffrey and Ronnie Anderson and uh, DJ Moore, that's, that's scary. They still have the third best offense in the. In Did the you just ball. say Drew Brees before, though? I want to circle back. Had an all right career. <laughs> he had an all right career. It was <laughs> he's on. such a he's such a Breeze hater, Kyle. He's like he literally hates Drew Brees, and I don't know Breeze why. Breeze ain't shit. I I he don't get shit. he's he's easily top ten quarterback all time. Not even close. He's yeah. he's easily top ten. I mean, they definitely he would have had another Super Bowl chance, but the refs literally took that game away from him at that Rams game. I mean, he definitely would have had another chance two years ago, and they probably would have won. They would have won. Yeah, they, they would have beat the Patriots game. that year. Yeah, not my, not my problem. Not my pretty head. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you well, what, Jared. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you a um a throw pillow and a quilt, and it's gonna be twenty eight three. Both both it's gonna be man, a matching it's gonna be a matching set. Have have I ever told you this story? So I was I was at the car wash one day. It was probably a year and a half ago or so. I, I was in line at the car wash, and I, there's this there's this beautiful Shelby. Uh, GT right in front of me, blue, and I was like, "Oh, that's a ni- that's a nice car." Well, I look at the license plate. <laughs> it was it said twenty eight three Atlanta New England. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, I, I, I I've got a picture of it on my phone. I said, "You've got to be fucking guy. kidding me." That's snaps. That's <laughs> I got trolled. That's gold. in my own car waiting in line for the car wash. I was like, wow. "This sucks." That's yeah. I've had some devastating losses. I don't think there's. I mean, nah, I, we could compare. We could definitely compare. I mean, you think you think about it. Being an being an Atlanta sports fan and being, I mean, the fan of the teams that I've been a fan of. Kyle, how many championships have you seen your teams win? My teams. Yeah, because you're you're Lakers, you're Packers, Packers. Yankees. Yeah, I'm not really yet. Like, I, I don't really like. I'll pull. Like, I'll, I'll pull for. The, I'm in New York, so I'm not a big baseball guy. I don't know statistics. I understand the basic fundamentals of baseball. So, like, the ball. I, yeah, like if I'm watching baseball, I'll be like, yeah, the Yankees look cool. Like they got it. I like. I know the guys that are. You know, most of them that are starting. But I'm not going. Like, even if they're on the World Series, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch them. So I'm not really going to call myself a fan of them. Um, Packers and Lakers definitely grew up, but with Brett Favre, third generations, Kobe. So I've seen about four four championships now. Cool. One with the Packers, three with the Lakers. Cool. All right, moving on. Artie, you've got I know you got one with the you got one with the Bulls, right? Well, if, if we're talking about my lifetime, yeah, I've I've seen seven. Uh, I've seen yeah. Okay. I have three. The Bulls, extra. the Bulls have the Bulls have three: ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. Right. Uh, my White Sox won in 05. and then my Black Hawks had three out of four. Exactly. So, right. So then y'all want to hear mine? The Braves, the Braves went on 14 straight, won 14 straight divisional championships. They won the World Series in, when I was seven months old. <laughs> Not even. I was, I was five months old. They won in October of 1995. Which doesn't, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Yeah. Because I, really, I, I don't even really count the Bulls championship. I didn't. I, was, I, I didn't count. Three. I only counted the ones I've really seen. Yeah. 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 So yeah. all right, and then the Hurricanes won in 06. That that's the only championship I've got. Yeah. That's the only. Cha- I mean, I, I've seen my Braves 
literally fans throw debris, trash out on the field after a terrible call that blows a playoff game and cost us a season, and that team go on to win the World Series. I've seen that happen. It's it's all about perspective, Jared, because I would give all those championships back just to see my Bears win one. Just, I, to, just to see them win one. I'd I give just, all those championships. I just want one of my teams to win something. I'll tell you, you what. I, I'll do one better. I'd give up all my championships to have Brady have zero at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give up every championship I've ever seen if Brady lo- went to ten championships and lost every single one. It's <laughs> <laughs> just zero and ten. Zero no, and ten. That would that would make me much happier than see my franchise win. So yeah, he's gonna I mean, he's gonna finish with eight, Kyle. He's getting, he's, he's, no, he's, he's getting eight. He's getting eight, bro. I'm telling you right now, he's getting eight. No, I think there's going to be too much in there. Uh, one, I think the Bucks got to pay some people this year. They're probably going to lose a few. Um, 49ers are going to be back. Packers are going to be back. Yeah. Falcons um, are going to be back. Y'all, y'all sleep on them. Y'all sleep. Yo, don't, on them. Honestly, don't don't sleep on the Rams either. The Rams. Don't are sleep on the Rams. I'm the not Rams sleeping on the Rams. I think the Cardinals. This is a right. bigger year for them. You know, mm-hmm. Kyler Murray, this is his third year. This is your make or break. Let's see what you right. got. This, you have this is the year for him. Yeah. You have Hopkins, you know. So let's see what they do in the draft. But I think they're a contender. True. Um, and then, you know, out of ours, I mean, uh, the Vikings, I still – I'm not sure about. You know, they're, they're kind of hit no, or miss. No, they got they're Kirk Cousins. They'll never be good. They got Kirk Cousins. No. no. Kirk doesn't bother me as much as some of the other guys. Like, he's top 15, I'd say. Kirk? No. Top 20? He's top 25. Top 25? He's sitting like 22 or 23. Look, Kirk, Kirk Cousins is not going to get it done. He can barely take a team to the playoffs, Kyle. Yeah, but you're talking – all right, so there's 32 teams. Team the there's Mitch 32 teams. Mitch, Mitch went 12 and 4. Come on, man. Oh, they ran the ball. Get <laughs> They ran the ball. They got Dalvin Cook. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't give me that Kirk Cousins Kirk. bull crap. All right. I'm saying top 15. I'm saying top 15. Hell just stats-wise. No. Man, you're going to say Mitch Trubisky's better than Kirk? No, Mitch is like top 40. So I give, I give, I give Kirk top 25. <laughs> All right, you guys, there are a lot of bad quarterbacks in this league. Like, you got to understand that. Like, you have Sam Darnold. Whoever's on the – whoever the starting quarterback for the uh, Jaguars are is terrible. Whoever Minshew, that is. Minshew, baby. Minshew mania. No, it's yeah, it's Minshew with someone East else. For two weeks, right? Exactly. Like, I mean, whatever happened to Blake Bortles? Where's he at now? Who cares about Blake Bortles? Yeah, <laughs> he's somebody's backup. He he is still in the league. He's somebody's backup. Yeah, backup's the best position in football. Alex I mean, Moran told us that. I mean, the Falcons are looking for a new backup quarterback. Maybe they should go after Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think you guys have a shot. Yeah. yeah, I think you guys. Yeah, I think you guys can get him. All right, all right. We we've we've talked enough about about this uh, boring ass game that happened last night. Uh, Artie, do you have a walk the plank? No, actually, actually, I want to ask Kyle real quick. Mm-hmm. Kyle, I'm gonna go on a tangent. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> We, I could, just told we, could, we, could, we couldn't go the whole show without him getting that in. Kyle, listen to me, all right? Say say your, uh, your Packers are on Monday night football, all right? And you're, you're, let's take you back to college, all right? Do you, know, do you know what I'm about to ask you? Not yet. Fire right. away. You're back in college, Monday night football. The Packers are on uh, you and – 250 of your closest friends go down to the corner of fifth street and, uh, and head to this place called sup dogs for mug for mug night. All right. Sure. So let's, uh, Oh, the hurricanes just scored. Um, sorry. (laughs) Let's say you sit down, you get dinner. What are you ordering for, for your, for your meal? For my meal? Yeah. For your meal. I don't, I don't know. It's been a while. I mean, probably just the regular dog with the the crush. A regular dog. A regular dog. The, the sub dog. The sub dog meal. What do you mean with the chili and shit and the, the sub dog meal? <laughs> Whatever the fuck that was. I don't know. You, you, you need to be more creative, man. You actually went to ECU. 
You graduated from ECU. You are an alumni of East Carolina University. I, I spent many nights with, with you at Subdogs. <laughs> what are you getting? Dude, it's been five fucking years. You think I remember their menu you on You don't remember? You don't remember what you normally get? I got a fucking hot dog or a burger. What? I got some tots. I got the tots and the sub sauce. <laughs> I got some tots. I got some tots. What, what, what the hell, man? You're going to get the jersey out of me. You got jersey coming up. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I got the tots. I got the sauce. What do you mean? All right. So Kyle just got a basic white girl hot dog with. Tots and sup sauce. Okay, are we doing a crush? Sit on those dogs? Are we doing a crush or a swirl? Crush. Are you okay? What 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 flavor crush? Orange, I think it was. Orange. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's the only one I ever had. Is orange crush. Yeah. I, I've had grapefruit before. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have the grapefruit one. Wasn't a huge fan. Orange sup crush all the way. Yeah, I'm actually interested to see uh, the new sub dogs because um, I've not seen it with the new place. Oh, that's right, you haven't seen it. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. Uh, it. Sub dogs, friends of the podcast. Uh, you know, you might. Uh, I- I'm trying to see if we can get in there and, and work uh, some magic with with um, doggy jams. Whenever that happens, probably going to be in September. You know, who's going to be there, right, Kyle? Diesel. DJ Diesel. DJ Diesel. Do you know who that is, Kyle? O'Neill himself. Yep. Yes. I actually was at a, um, what is it? Uh, Izu. And, dude. What's an Izu? It's, it's like a, Ultra, it's but in New York. What? It's like the New York Ultra. Like, it's Kyle, like, Kyle, Kyle, you got to explain to Jerry. He doesn't know about music festivals. All right. Yeah. It's a music festival. Jerry. I know Carolina Country Music Fest is going on in, in <laughs> yeah. Myrtle Beach. Had, my my favorite artist there does was Joanne, DJ Diesel. Does Joanne and Elmer have gonna, a place I'm for me to stay when that comes up here in a couple I'm months? I'm not listening to the potato talking right now, Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> um, yeah, he was – dude, if you are seeing DJ Diesel, I'm telling you, he's fire. His beats are, are, are really sick. We're trying to be on the stage with him. If we can finesse and get up on the stage or at least have, you know, like a boneyard – podcast like banner somewhere near the stage that's the goal i'll, I'll talk to brett that is was, the goal yeah he performed at the main event and then we had an after party that we like signed up for and paid for and he was at the after party also and he just killed it it was just awesome I, awesome i heard scene. he was good yeah i heard he was actually really good really good really yeah. good <laughs> i was gonna say something about i will get canceled if i say what i was about to say <laughs> Uh, so Kyle, let's let's do a walk the plank. Who's who's your walk the plank? Walk the plank. Who do I want to freaking call out? Let's hear it. Let's talk about my Packers front fucking office yet again for constantly giving us the old. <laughs> so we let go of our defensive coordinator. Right, makes sense. He's made a lot of mistakes. Mike Pet Patine Petten, whatever it is, and um. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, you, you played a bad game in the NFC champ. You've had some bad defensive, but you you overall not bad. Mm-hmm. So let's let's try to upgrade at this point. And we offer the uh, the job to the Wisconsin uh, defensive coordinator, the Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin head coach. I forget which one he was, but a lot of good things coming out of him. People were excited. We offer him the job, and he declines the job. So that's a middle finger right there. And then Wisconsin, Wisconsin's a good program. So, I mean, you're not just going to leave Wisconsin for, for anything, which it is the NFL. It is the Packers. But but it's still in Wisconsin. Like, what are you driving, like, yeah, three yeah. hours? Like, yeah. <laughs> you can keep your home. Like, uh, come on, man. I'm tired. Uh, so then, what, who do we hire? Um, <laughs> Joe Barry. First of all, who the fuck was Joe Barry? <laughs> like, wasn't Matt LaFour's choice. It wasn't Aaron Rodgers' choice. And we're, it's been on record saying this now. I th- he's like the linebacker coach for the Rams. But his history stems from, what, the Lions and the Redskins when the, yeah. he was the defensive coordinator there, and they were terrible. Now, Matt LaFleur ended up, you know, being great. And I'm very happy with Matt LaFleur so far. And I doubted, I doubted Matt LaFleur. I did. I did not think he was going to be good. He's been really good. So I do got to give this guy a chance. But it just seems like Tabasco. Okay. <laughs> Jerry's just randomly holding up a thing of Tabasco chocolates. Like, okay. 
about? It just seems like the Packers don't want to win. You know, from a front office standpoint, the players want to win. But right. from a front office standpoint, I can't understand year over the last two or three years the decisions that they're making. The only decision I approve of is Bill LaFleur. Otherwise, their draft picks have been mediocre at best. Jordan Love is – he's like the 20th highest paid quarterback. And yeah. he is not going to touch the field for, for eight another years. Three to four years. <laughs> at least another three to four years. Yeah, like he's not going to touch the field. Yeah. Like, like – Kyle, as, as, a, as a Bears fan looking in, I got to be honest, you don't know how satisfying it is to watch one of the greatest quarterbacks I have ever seen yes. not get any help from his front office. It's terrible. It like, really Aaron Rodgers is so much better than Tom Brady as a quarterback. Yes. Like, as a physical, pure quarterback. Yeah. He's just better. And he only has one ring. <laughs> like, I just I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, it's 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 tough. It's tough to watch. I I can only imagine the frustration that Rodgers goes through. Um, you know, I, I'm just hoping they sign the right free agents this year. They don't cut anyone they shouldn't. Like you should keep your all offensive tackles if we can. All the offensive line should remain. You know, we lost that game. Batiari unfortunately again injured. Definitely had a big impact on that. But yeah, I'm calling out the front office of the Packers to just just. Do common sense picks. Come on, man. Like, I could go out there and fucking pick these guys, I feel like. I ain't picking Jordan Love. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, that's, that's honestly, that's, that's the situation I don't want the, the Falcons to put themselves in this year. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Uh, it's, real, it's real tough to go from 4-12 and 12 to 3-13. and 13. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, shut the – never mind. But Packers front office <laughs> – Walk the damn plank. <laughs> hey, man, you got you got to watch out for them Atlanta pigeons, man. Man, this man, come, this man comes on my podcast and talks shit. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way, Kyle. Honestly, the, y'all, this is the second time we've had Kyle on on the podcast. The first you wouldn't time, know though because <laughs> they cut me out the first time. <laughs> hey, hey, but we at least got you on. And you got to ask questions to a guy that was a Packer for about two seconds. But, you know, it's, you know, we got you on there, man. We, we thought about you. We cared about you. He represented. Exactly. He, he, yeah. yeah. So. I don't want to talk too much smack, you know. Artie, uh, Artie, you go. My walk to plank. Oh, man. So the last, I guess, two weeks, the buildup for the Super Bowl has been, you know, Goat Brady versus baby goat right and all i saw on sports center the last 10 to 14 days was will patrick mahomes be michael jordan will he be the next michael jordan if he wins this game and beats tom brady yada 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 yada, yada. and i couldn't understand this argument because patrick mahomes is 24 25 years old he's got one super bowl to his name brady's got seven now but six beforehand and we were trying to compare patrick mahomes to Michael Jordan, who went to six finals and won all six, which means he never lost in the finals when he went to the finals. He won every single one that he went to. And we were trying to compare. And look, Patrick Mahomes has all the talent in the world. He has all the physical abilities. I think he's going to win at yeah, least all right. three. I think he's, he's getting three. Mahomes is getting at least three, yeah. in my opinion. I agree. They got the talent around him, too. He'll be yeah. back. They'll, they'll definitely be back. But to, but I just – I hate when we get too excited over a player that really hasn't developed into what he's going to be yet. We, we just we, – we put all this pressure and all this noise and all this outside noise on somebody like a Patrick Mahomes. Just let the kid play. Just let him be great. But to sit here and compare him to a Michael Jordan when he's sitting on one ring, or like, or what are we doing here? So yeah. – to all the media members that were comparing Mahomes to, to Jordan, to everybody saying that, oh, if, if Mahomes beats Brady in this Super Bowl, he might just be the greatest quarterback ever, shut the hell up and please walk the damn plank. Period. <laughs> there you go. Um, mine would be I, – I know – I bet neither of y'all saw this because neither of you really watch hockey, really don't care about it. But, uh, no, no, that's not true. I like hockey. You I like it. it? I just I just don't watch it all the time. <laughs> so, 
I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take a wild guess and say that you weren't watching the Hurricanes game uh, yesterday during the second period. Negative, Ghost um, Rider. Okay, so during the second period, the Hurricanes scored a goal to go up four uh, three late late in the second period. I believe it was like with forty five seconds left in the, in the second period. Well, the the Blue Jackets they they challenged the play, said that the Hurricanes were offsides. So they went to a booth review. The booth review confirmed that the Hurricanes were on sides and counted the goal as a goal. Well, then, since the Blue Jackets had challenged the goal and were wrong, that not only did they get scored on, they then got a penalty. So they go down a man. Well, during the intermission, during the second intermission, so between the second and third periods, uh, somebody from the NHL comes to the Blue Jackets locker room and was like, oh, by the way, we got the review wrong. He was offsides. The goal shouldn't have counted. So to remedy this, what we're going to do is we're going to take away the rest of that penalty. The goal still counts, but we're going to take away the rest of the penalty. The Blue Jackets went on to lose to my Hurricanes 6-5. to five. <laughs> And <laughs> that's <laughs> that's gotta be the most gangster. Like those refs are straight gangster. Are you I kidding mean, me? They go in there and tell them that yes, we messed up. No, we don't care, <laughs> and we're not taking the goal off. <laughs> and you lose by a goal. <laughs> Yo, but it's also y'all's fault for letting up like five hundred goals throughout the game. I so mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Either way, hurricanes. The hurricanes are looking pretty good right now. They're seven and two. I mean, one of the top teams in the league. I'm happy about it. But uh, NHL officiating. There's been terrible calls. I can go on a tangent about how many bad calls I've seen this year already. But NHL officiating. Walk the damn plank. <laughs> um. But already, I, I think that's it, Kyle. I think that's it. Um. We've been talking. Been a good show, fellas. We've been talking for about an hour now. Um, an honorable mention for Walk the Plank, and I don't know. I mean, he, he kind of did something pretty cool. The streaker from the from the Super Bowl. So uh, shout out to him. I bet he used Manscaped uh, to to trim up where he needs to be trimmed up before he spent a night in the pen. But all right, y'all. Um, it's been fun, Pirate Nation. We love you. Uh, stay safe. Kyle, thanks for joining the Boneyard Podcast. The Packers suck. Um, the Lakers Italian suck. stallion. Just remember, oh, if you man. guys rem- if you guys remove me from the podcast, you guys are gonna have like no fucking content at this point. So. <laughs> We're just gonna it's just gonna be bleeped over every time right. Kyle. Every time Kyle speaks, <laughs> it's just gonna be nothing. It's gonna be a fucking eggplant emoji over my face. <laughs> Promo code bone. Promo code bone. Kyle, go 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 Thanks, go Kyle. to manscape.com. Use promo code BONE, 20% off, and free shipping. Get you a weed whacker, the new cologne, the lawnmower 3.0. Hey. Yeah. Savannah looked at me. She was like, did you order something else from Manscaped today? And I was like, no, that's the thing they sent me for free. So, uh, yeah. Weed whacker, the, the nose and ear hair trimmer. Go get it. Guys, take care of yourself. Um, Arnie. Hey, Kyle, I've, Kyle, I've seen your chest hair. You need these products, man. Yeah, you do. I'm telling you, 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 I know you need these products. You, you look nothing like Janet Jackson's chest. I would hope not. <laughs> I would really hope not. Yes. Right. Thanks Kyle, for having me on, though, guys. Kyle, Appreciate yeah, it. Final thoughts, Kyle. Final, final thoughts. thoughts. Yeah. No, look, you guys have a great podcast. Uh, you know, want to conti- continue, guys, hearing you guys continue making it. Want to see you guys continue to grow. Anything oh, yeah. I would make any little suggestion. Let's talk more about overall sports. I'm excited about uh, ECU every time you talk about it, but uh, I want to hear you know the other story. I want to hear your guys' opinions on the uh, on the overall. Today was great. And I'm happy to join anytime you guys want and talk a little football, talk a little shit, and uh, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Appreciate you, brother. We appreciate you. All right, Kyle. Again, guys. Thank you, Artie. Any final thoughts? Uh, nah, man, you know, as always, you know what it is, Pirate Nation, we're still living in the midst of this pandemic. Wash your hands, wash your butt, we love you, till next week. 
Use Manscaped. <laughs> Peace.